It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. So you may or may not know that Jen Jordan and I like to hang out together when we get a chance and we don't get very many chances. So when Jen was bugging me about going to Auburn Springs for lunch, I was like, I've got to go. What is up? Let's go. So I hopped in my car and I drove you know, down the expressway, and then it got a little more lovely, and there was a little winding road with trees lining it, and I basically arrived to something that said, this is the place. <laughs> and there it was, Oberlin Springs. And today, Leslie Oberlin and Maureen McDermott, who are behind this incredible project, are joining me on Amy's Table. So this is Ohio's first ever agri-community, right, ladies? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, what is, define what an agri-community is, Leslie. So an agri-community, the easiest way for me to explain it is it's just like a golf course community, only instead of the golf course, the amenity is an organic farm. So the even the financial structure is set up that way. And I'm the only agri-community that I'm aware of that is, has is set it up this way. But we have a regular HOA fee, which supports the main community. But we've also required the homeowners to pay $850 a year to the farm. And this supports the farmers. We um, we have professional farmers that will provide the food for us, just like on a golf course. You wouldn't expect to be cutting the, the greens yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing here. Um, we do encourage participation, but but primarily we want people to invest in the farm market. Then they actually will get that $850 back in food. And we have meat and eggs as well as the vegetables. Um, so that really comes out of your food budget. But now you've got a guaranteed income stream for the farm. And this is how... I feel like we can support the farm. I think that is such a great idea. So they can go into the little farm store most any day and get whatever crops are available. And Yeah, we do a Thursday harvest. So um, Thursday is kind of the day. That way you have the, the food there for the weekend. But it is an honor system, and the um, CSA members have access to the market whenever they'd like. Um, but we bring everything in fresh on Thursdays. Some people trickle in over the weekends. Um, And then our CSA is set up a little differently in the fact that people can choose whatever they'd like from the market and just use their dollars towards that. And most of them are going to spend more since we've got amazing meats and cheeses and coffees. And, you know, we're bringing other things into the market to make it a little more um, full service. That is so great. So it's a community where you can get this, purchase this great food, mostly within walking distance, right? I mean, everyone could pretty much walk to their... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, even if you're the furthest flung house, you can walk over. Mm -hmm. But in that same area, you've created sort of a the town center, if you will, and that's where the wellness is. And Maureen, I know there was recently a, a, a medicine chess makeover event there. Mm-hmm. Is that just for community members or can the public oh, come? No, we, we love to offer any educational opportunities that we can. Um, when we buy into something, we go all in. So it was a wonderful seminar that was put on by one of our homeowners regarding uh, doTERRA essential oils. And it's called Medicine Cabinet Makeover. And that's exactly what it is. It's just looking at a different way of thinking about medicine in a more natural way. And um, so it's been really interesting. We've had a series of those types of seminars. 
And uh, it's been very exciting to see what comes out of that and how it changes people's thinking about their medicine. I mean, this is where it starts to sound like, you know, just the most blissful place on the planet of the earth. You're getting this fresh food there and, you know, medicine just makeover. And who said, let food be thy medicine, let thy medicine be thy food? Mm -hmm. Is that a Hippocrates. Yeah. There you go. Hey, got that one. Well done. Um, (laughs) Well done. But it's like you're just creating this healthy, healthy Mm -hmm. lifestyle. And of course, it's not just what we eat. It's enrichment of our minds. It's Mm -hmm. a feeling of fitting into a community that you're creating. And I was struck by the tears of the homes, which immediately give you different age groups and different demographics, which I think is awesome that it's not just a... Mm -hmm exclusive, you know, mansion area or not just smaller homes. You've got right. everything. What what are the kinds of houses that you're offering? Well, just in phase one, the prices are um, from the cottages, which started about $350, um, to our estate homes, which the most expensive one in phase one was over a million. So we wanted it to be multi-generational. Yeah. I have three different products up there. The cottages, which are 1,300 square foot to about 25 100 square feet. Those are a no maintenance, really small lot that opens up onto a common green. They're called pocket communities. Um, And it's not just for the empty nester. We're finding um, the families are moving into that product as well. And then we have two other price points um, that are, you know, more single family, what you would expect on on your, on a lot where you're maintaining it. So we've had a, a nice mixture just in phase one, but that was always the goal was to have multiple price points and, and, and I'm a custom builder, so I can create anything. You know, I've got plenty of people who have specific needs, and sometimes it's just a price point where they'll bring me the price point, and we just fit in what we can build for them within that range. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Well, I know when I visited you all for lunch that day, and it, it really was so great. I'm still thinking about that uh, the warm coconut tomatoey soup that was so good. Oh my gosh. That oh, was, that was a beet soup. Beet, yeah. That's right, so beet. Gosha makes a beet and coconut milk soup that we oh, just lightly love. Warm, so good. Mm-hmm. And we had the, the Polish sausage and oh my mm-hmm. gosh, it was wonderful. But you know, I, you, I think mentioned Maureen that there are grandparents who have already built there, whose grandchildren come to visit, who have made friends mm-hmm. with the family that lives there. And I mean, it's that community, right? Right. How important is community when you approach design? Oh, my gosh. It's it's everything. Um, you know, what's interesting about this particular community, there's a, there's a lot of more rule-breaking, but in a good way. Um, we wanted to embrace the amenity. So instead of having houses on both sides of the road, we have it on one side of the road. That's uh, typically not done. But that way, your front door, you're looking out at this incredible farmland. And then at your back door, you're still preserving your privacy and woodlands. And it's just, you know, you get the best of both. So we don't want anybody to feel diminished of their privacy. But at the same time, there is a connectivity opportunity there for all ages and all families. That enriches so much. Mm-hmm. That is That may sound like a small detail to someone, houses on only one side of the road, but it's like <laughs> massive <laughs> detail. Yeah, pretty much everybody thought we were crazy for doing that, for <laughs> it's sure. It's so great. Yeah. I mean, that is so But our other great. goal really was free-range kids. So as we're looking at... free-range mm-hmm. kids. As we're looking at every part and piece of it, it's like, where are the kids going to play? What are they doing? You know, how are we connecting the older people with the younger people um the kids have taken off on their own here we have a pond that's full of fish so everybody all the kids have their own 
fishing poles. There's guest fishing poles up at, by the pool, which we have now turned into a saltwater pool. We're very excited about oh, that. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the kids even on their own have started creating trails and bike trails and jumps and forts. And um, it really has exceeded our expectations as far as the um, the just the connectivity with the children. And that's why the grandkids have plugged in. So now the grandkids are actually having sleepovers at grandpa's house, inviting the neighbors over. And the grandparents are now hosting these sleepovers. And it's just, uh, yeah, the joy you see in my in my grandparents there is it was an unexpected surprise. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> going to increase their longevity too. Well, you know, you talked about the wildlife behind and the mm-hmm. farm in front. And one of the things I used to say to my kids when they were little at the dinner table is we'd talk about, so we're having a carrot. Let's talk about where this carrot came from. Mm-hmm. And we'd go all the way back from the truck driver who got it to the farm to the person that packaged it, picked it, the seeds, the, all right. of it. And these kids who are growing up there or visiting their grandparents there are going to have a real sense of, I forgot the farmer's name, but the Jill, Jill the mm-hmm. farmer, yes. she's the one who's doing a lot of it. And there's not a lot of people between Jill and their dinner plate, right. which is pretty cool. Right. But also all the animals. And I know, Maureen, mm-hmm. you painted some because you're an accomplished artist as well. I love my paintings of yours. Oh, me too. So but yeah, they're so great. <laughs> they're all over the farm. They are so great. I put one on my porch even. <laughs> I don't even have a farm, but my darling pig greets me when I walk in and my rooster's right by my dining room. I love <laughs> them. Great. I have that big rooster on my front porch so people can see it from the road. I love that. <laughs> I love that. But you were That's telling great. me about the was the donkeys will mm-hmm. fight to the death anybody mm-hmm. that comes to try and poach the sheep. So t- tell a little bit it about is. that. It is. It's that a lot of people don't realize that. That you know, I mean, I, it's no surprise to anyone that we have a overpopulation of coyotes in our area and uh, they can be very treacherous for farmers and in eating our livestock right. and especially the young um young lambs and I know that uh Leslie and Barbara had lost some young lambs at in the past. And so um, Barbara got a donkey and uh, the donkey is the protector. Jack, he's my favorite. Um, and Jack, uh, they will uh, attack. I mean, they, they are incredible. To the I mean, who to the death. knew? Absolutely. Anything canine. Yes. Yeah. They will yes. not tolerate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously the dogs are not coming around. I mean, the right. house pet dogs, but the coyotes. Mm-hmm. And so you've got sheep and yeah. You've got, oh, well, look who's here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and her bees for her bees. That's one of our missions. Would you like to be cheek to cheek with me on this Yes. <laughs> we were just talking about Jack, the, the donkey. Who oh, Jack the, the donkey. Death. I know. <laughs> who knew? I never knew that about donkeys, that, he, mm-hmm. that they were so... um. Kick ass. Yeah, they are. Kick they ass. are. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And so multi- are you excited about your place getting ready? I am. There? I am beyond excited. It was one of those, you know, I, I haven't had a ton of experiences like this in my life where I just knew that I needed to do something without question. Mm. And it was one of those situations. I mean, I'd known Leslie for a while. Before I actually made it up to the farm, I didn't really know what she had going on up there. But I went up for a class, and it was night. It was dark. I couldn't even see the place. But I stepped out of my car, and I just knew I had to live there. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't know you either at first, remember? Oh, yeah. She had no idea. When she found out I was on the radio, she's like, what? 
Who are you? Some people came up and were like, you're Jen. She's like, I'm not just Jacob's mom. (laughs) Well, it's Auburn Springs. You can find more on Facebook. You can also find more. What's the website, Leslie? It's AuburnSprings.com and it's spelled A-B-E-R-L-I-N, Auburn Springs. Perfect. Maureen McDermott, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Leslie Oberlin, thank you for having the vision for this and oh, creating welcome. such a place. And hey, Jen, thanks for popping in. <laughs> I know. And hey, Amy, why don't you move up to the farm with us too? <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> She's been applying slight pressure. <laughs> yes. Well, happiness is just around the corner. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Thank you, Great. ladies, so much. And make sure to check out Oberlin's. Program. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit Shipt.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com.